3: Hello everyone and welcome once again to The Phantom Zone, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. If you like what you hear today, you can listen to our other episodes on a whole range of nerdy topics now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and SoundCloud. My name is Chris Buick and I'm joined once again by my friends and fellow nerds, Simone and Ian. How are you both?
1: Hi, Hello. I'm good. Yeah, good, not bad. not bad. We're all How good, are
3: you? we're all good. I'm good, I'm good, we're all good. We are here this week, the three of us, to, as part of our Ongoing, beautiful partnership with UK Film Review uh, to discuss. indeed, (laughs) um, to discuss the thirty third. Yes, that's right, thirty third film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe the marvels which is a continuation of the uh, of sorts i guess of the miss marvel tv show as well as the sequel to 2019's captain marvel which was a whole 11 films ago if you can believe it so we are here to talk about this in the marvels which we see one carol danvers a.k.a. Captain Marvel, get her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau, a.k.a. no codename as of yet, forcing (laughs) them to work together to save the universe from Cree warrior Darben, played by Zoe Ashton, uh, who is out to restore her planet by any means necessary, including draining other planets of their natural resources, and holds a specific grudge against Carol Danvers, believing she herself is responsible for her homeland's suffering. Now, obviously, we've all seen this, um, uh, but as far as our group chat, I'm assuming you two have spoke about it. Otherwise,
1: you know, it just... No, Simone and I actually <laughs> we don't, don't speak. speak. We don't speak. Ever. Barely. We're not
2: on speaking terms.
1: No, 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 it, it's not going well. Not, well <laughs> this is actually I... going to become a couple's therapy session.
3: <laughs> well, I am not qualified, so this is not for
1: you. <laughs> guys so <laughs> well why are we paying I'll, you Chris? I'll, get... I'll, I'll give it a go you're me where's that money going um... <laughs> yeah. but no I, yes we have talked about it we have talked about it okay well... we went to see it together but we talked a bit about it um and then we've held some thoughts we've hold we hold them back
2: you know yeah yeah hold some thoughts back yeah
1: yeah uh, for, for you guys for you know so you get the live fresh action of it you know like the nolan debate we try to keep it all held back until we're on here Fair enough. Fair enough. Is
3: that generally how it works for you guys when you go see films now cuz we do this that you kind of hold it back a little bit?
1: No, we we do talk about them. We broadly say what we think about them. In fact, that's where the broadly came from, wasn't it? We went to see Dune. We both loved it, but then we are caught up on a single point of rating and then we were like, "It's broadly great." And you were like, "Yes, it's broadly great." And I was like, "Well, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just matching your energy." <laughs> <laughs> and thus um, our illustrious scale of rating films was born it really was. <laughs> so no we do we do talk after we see films we don't just like turn it off and go well good night <laughs> we, we do talk about them. i'll speak to you on the podcast um <laughs> and some, sometimes we steal each other's points i steal Simone's points a lot of the time that's, yes uh, that's you do I... I could believe that um so <laughs>
3: um but as far as our group chat, Toby has also seen it. Unfortunately, Toby can't join us today, but mm. Toby has also seen it. We've had kind of radio silence in our group chat, so it'd be very interesting. Very little, yeah. Very, very little, little, in fact. Yeah. In, <laughs> in fact, at one it's, point, it's, I didn't know if any had seen it. It was just the acknowledgement of, <laughs> okay. have you seen it? Yes, that was it. That's literally been <laughs> it. So um, this, this could be interesting. Um, I obviously don't know any of you guys' predictions, but I have my assumptions, which we'll mm-hmm. get into, maybe. Um, but I guess, obviously like I say, 33rd film in the MCU, our latest offering. Obviously we spoke at length about the track record of the MCU as of late. um, But what did we think overall generally of the Marvels? Simone?
2: I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Um, It was fun. Like I think that's something that's been missing from Marvel's offerings for a while. Um, I didn't really find myself enjoying going to the cinema to watch them. Mm. Um and didn't have a good time while I was in the cinema.
4: Um
2: <laughs> and I think this is the first time in a while. I'm trying to think what the last the last film was that I actually like enjoyed. Spider
1: Man. Spider Verse. Oh Sp- No, not Spider Verse, I mean um No Way Home Oh, no you mean in terms of MCU? Yeah, yeah, MCU. yeah Oh yeah. that was the last yeah. one we left. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Time. And when was that? Twenty twenty 22 when did that come out
1: i will look that up while you uh oh you'll stop looking at them then that was
2: the last time that i like actually came out of a cinema and i was like i had fun like that was a lot of fun Mm. um the acting was across the board was quite good it's a fun storyline it was a film that i was like do you know what if i i could take my little cousin to go see this film Mm. um i feel like i said this before but quite a few of these films the runtimes are just way too long and it's alienating the kid audience mm. um which marvel are clearly trying to appeal to um but yeah i mean who doesn't love a hour 45 minute movie yeah you've gotten yeah. roped into this like two and a half hour trend going on and it's mm-hmm. um it's trying yeah. uh but yeah overall enjoyed there are some I think the runtime does hinder it a bit, but
4: mm.
2: I had a good time.
3: Good, good. Glad to hear that. Uh, you were right. Spider-Man: No Way Home came out December seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. So that nice. was well almost two years ago that you last enjoyed an MCU film. So <laughs> it's, it's um, a long time. I mean, for me, I think I liked, for example, Guardians three, but I don't think it was a it was a heavy film to watch as well. So I don't know if I enjoyed it in quite the same way in terms of pure fun like i did Mm. with spider-man um but before
1: i get into that uh ian thoughts on the marvels well i discovered Via you know watching this show and 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 uh, realizing I have this platform that I'm going to use 25 minutes to tell you how much I hate women. Oh no, that's Ben Shapiro. Sorry, that's my. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, sorry. Your, that's, that's your other podcast, Ian. <laughs> that's have, wrong. One. It's wrong. One. No. Um. I yeah. I actually had a really good time with this film. I think the main free leads are the best part. I think their chemistry together is really good, and I mm. want to have like more of them free together um and i think that was the best part of it i think it's broader story and other elements weren't as good um i think it has a lot of the problems that maybe early marvel films we can look back and say you know they didn't have the best villains I think the villain in this is maybe one of the worst ones, in my opinion. I think they're very poorly written. Uh, and also, <laughs> I, I, what's the actress's name again? Zoe Ashton.
2: Zoe Ashton. She was I in Fresh not...
1: Meat stuff. Yeah, I've not seen Fresh Meat. I've not seen her in anything else. I'm sure she's a good actress, but I do not know what was happening in this film. I don't know why somebody was like, yeah, just do that. This is, this is on point. It just didn't work for me at all um and i found their motivation the whole like we got to save our home planet and thing i just found it very hollow it just wasn't well put yeah. together and i think that also has a bit of the uh like i feel like we're missing a film in this yeah. film it felt like we, like we've watched and caught up and watched recaps of them and i feel like i've missed something like mm-hmm. with carol yeah. attacking their home the home planet um yeah, cree wasn't it it's the cree yeah. home planet yeah i'm like when when did that happen i completely yeah, I missed the, yeah i like i know she said she was going to go do that at the end of the last film but then she's done it so yeah. i was a bit confused yeah they that. had
3: a very short segment in this film where they kind of tried to show it yeah i was and like, it what? was like what that's a film in itself or at least yeah, you know an extra totally. half hour of a film you know yeah. it's yeah. not something you can just go oh yeah here's here's just a montage of it i was just like <laughs> it's, it's gonna like, take a month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i had
3: to go back when i finished watching it when i came home reread the plot to, in case did i miss something just to yeah. see if i'd i was like nope it's just not there
1: um so i didn't i didn't like that but i completely 100 agree with simone and probably yourself chris that i really felt for about an hour and 40 minutes hour and 45 maybe max this is what I want most Marvel films to feel like that. Yeah, obviously there's problems with it, but I want them to be funny. I had a good time with it. It was enjoyable. It was a, I think a run above the bad stuff we've had, but I do, I do think it was probably just a bit above average is my opinion. And I think that's because of the quality of the lead actors. If they weren't in it, if we didn't have Brie Mm. Larson, who's great, she's Mm. really good in this. And I, Anybody who keeps, you know, attacking her, <coughs> Benjamin Vera, um, should really just, <laughs> you know, go away and into a, under a pit and, you know, cease to talk about it. 100%. And the other two I'm are great. you going say I'm...
2: cease to exist?
1: No. I'm not, you know. No. I'm, you said that, not me. So I, <laughs> no. You
2: infiltrated um, in my mind. That's what I expect of you sometimes. D- no.
3: Just for the I record, wouldn't. legally, Ian has
1: not said that, so... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i just wouldn't wouldn't say such a thing i wouldn't say such a thing but you know i think having a film with three lead female actors is great especially in the marvel films and i think unfortunately we do see this and maybe we can talk about it later on unless we don't want to acknowledge it because you know those people are sad and pathetic but like Mm. there is a bit of hate towards them uh being female leads and and people keep going like what we grew up with which i'm like you're a 35 year old man i don't think you grew up with iron man i think you were already an adult by that point but yeah um you know a lot of people are like oh i dislike this because of free female leads a, a friend of ours andrew who probably listens to this so hi andrew made a good point that you know he doesn't feel that the quality of this film is affected by those people who are hate reviewing it or anything like that he just thinks this has come a bit too late in terms of like the actual release of having three female leads in mm-hmm. a film, mm-hmm. and that's a shame because I think they're actually really, really good and I think they're the best part of the film. Um, so yeah, that's my broad thoughts. Bit really? long, what? sorry about that. No, Classic no. Ian, just talking away, <laughs> to- to- <laughs>
3: totally, totally great. And I must say, I'm gonna make it three for free. I in- really enjoyed this film, which Yay! Um, Yay! I- I- yeah. Oh, a marvel film we've enjoyed uh, for I don't, a while you oh, <laughs> can't believe it um but um it's only been two years um but, uh, it's finally <laughs> happened oh. um, yeah um no I, I really enjoyed it um and you know I, i'll be honest i wasn't fully expecting to enjoy it that much because you know my expectations are much lower these days than they were in the past when it comes to the mcu given you know the recent output, but I, I genuinely had a, a lot of fun with this. It's an hour and forty five minutes, which is great as well. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel bloated or over long. And you're right, Simone, there's a definite trend of films hitting the two and a half to nearly three hour mark, which you know is it's a lot for especially um audiences, younger audiences, with these kind of films, that's a lot to, you know, for them to go mm-hmm. for it. and I think I think it does suffer slightly from that where it doesn't expand Mm. for example on the 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 whole Kree planet backstory that we discussed doesn't get explored um there's there's issues with I guess what I I would call the marvelness of it all where you've got the villain who's who's got the destructive force or has the plan or the evil machinations and you know there's a problem to be solved there's it's a lot of it like I've seen this before it's a different villain it's a different but it's the same kind of premise you know um but I totally agree with both of you the lead free the three lead actors are what make this film I guess sing I really like the chemistry between them I think Brie Larson's great obviously Iman vilani's great and Teora Paris they're all they're all great together those are the moments that really stand out for me in this film um i also want to give a shout out to nia the costa's directing i really think she directed it really well especially in the action scenes the initial action scene where the fight scene where they're all swapping in kamala khan's house i think was really fun uh and i really that's where it really started um to that really got me into the film and really thought oh my god i'm actually enjoying watching this um, <laughs> um which is
1: weird I'm but, account- um, but, but- Marvel film I'm enjoying?
3: What's going on? I know! Um, but, um, <laughs> and it, and it's fun, exactly like you both said. It is fun. It does tie into the wider universe. I don't think it gets completely bogged down by a lot of the lore as well, which I think is a problem with some of the mm. Marvel properties. There's there's mm. obviously bits, but it doesn't... Um, and I think that's something like as well that Guardians did well. It kind of ignored a lot of it, which I think these films need to do a bit to kind of... Live on their own and be good. My main worry with this film is no one's watching it, no one's going to see it. And that's yeah, the same because I think because of what's come before it, the Marvels is suffering because. And it's a shame because it is it is actually a, a good entry in the universe. Mm. People aren't going to watch it because of they've been burned too many times. Mm. And that's
1: what Andrew was talking about. It being yeah, too late. And it's a shame it's because, because these, nobody's seeing it because it's too late.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's too little, too late, and it's a shame because it's especially for those three actresses who are really good in this film to have a not just one but three female leads in a high-profile blockbuster superhero movie that no one's watching it is a very very sad state of affairs and, and i
1: i don't think it's necessarily due to the review bombing no sort of i don't think it group. is i actually don't think it's anything it. i think those people exist and i i deplore you know, them pity completely yeah i ignore them and kind of find i find amusement in those sort of like mm. trolly sort of people i find them like quite sad and i'm like what a sad little life you lead jane what a sad little life <laughs> um But I actually don't think it's due to them. I don't think people are like, God, women in a film. I actually think most people... Barbie shows us that, obviously, that is very popular. um, Yeah. uh, And, of course, it should be. I just think it's just so late in the month. 33, did you say?
3: Yeah, yeah, 33. 33 films in. Plus eight TV shows.
1: Eight TV shows. I think we're staring down what we were talking about with the content fatigue in the Loki episode before and... I think that's why nobody's going to see this. It's not that it's a bad film. I think it's actually received quite favourable reviews actually. I think it's got... Is that right? It's got pretty good reviews. There have been mixed
3: reviews, but I've seen some that have said it's... I've I've read one. I can't remember where it was. It said it was the worst MCU film, which is absolutely not true. Was that Ben uh, Shapiro's again? So. It could have been Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it was. Um, but I, Classic I, Ben.
1: Get back out of here, Ben. Come on. Yeah, The,
3: the, <laughs> the reviews have been, I guess, they're, they've fallen on both sides, but I think I I, I mean, it might just be me reading and bias from my own opinion, but I think they've skewed more towards the positive, especially when in the aspects that we've spoken about, the performances and the fun of it, which is something that Mm. they said have has been missing from the mcu is fun you know multiverse of madness wasn't really fun love and thunder wasn't really fun you know um even parts of loki wasn't that fun um Mm. but you know this this was fun i think
2: yeah i mean i think that if i'm remembering correctly uh it doesn't have like a sort of typical marvel boosted Rotten Tomato score but the audience score is pretty high I think it's like 85 yes, percent or something I can
1: I can find um, that out for you
2: you know I think it, it shows that the people who are going to see it like are enjoying it I mean is it one of the best films ever made no but like it's still a fun time and enjoyable
1: yeah I agree and like I don't know it's difficult isn't it because I don't I don't think it's it's at all like So it's 83 on audience score and then 62 on tomato uh, reviews. So 83 feels a bit high, in my opinion. I think 60 to 70 is actually... I think 60 is actually probably fair. If I wasn't doing our broadly thing, I'd probably give it a 6 out of 10. Because I think my criticism of it, I guess if I'm going to be critical, we've all said how much I like it. I'm going to tear it apart now. (laughs) I'm going to tell you how much I hate this film. No, I just think, you know... (sighs) there's only so much good acting can do in terms mm. of like the, the the top three you know and and actually you know the, i think the only person whose performance i didn't enjoy was the the villain uh everybody else i thought was good you know mm-hmm. her family are really funny um they're, nick, they're nick great, great nick this is the first since watching uh secret wars which was terrible samuel <laughs> jackson looked like he didn't care he's great in this he genuinely is really funny like when yeah, he's praying at the back. end
3: yeah, yeah that's he's, such a he, good scene he's as
1: samuel jackson as you want when you watch samuel jackson it, yeah. it's he's just like so swagger cool good.
3: It's like, yes you are you are on on point he's
1: today, on though. fire in this one it's like on point there's none of this stupid backstory of his he's just Nick fury doing Nick Fury things and being really funny (laughs) like I really liked that um and his whole saga of trying to control the cats essentially his his side story throughout this is trying to control a herd of cats that are attacking his space station and it's really funny like it totally works and it's great um so yeah everybody's performances are really good but the things that I would definitely critique is although Samuel L. Jackson's story on the side is quite fun and enjoyable the main story I just felt was just really hollow and just there's not really much to it we don't really the whole backstory of of Brie I was gonna just say Brie Larson Brie Larson the person went to Cree and just destroyed (laughs) it Uh (laughs) I, I believe she could You know, if she (laughs) wanted to, she could do it. (laughs) Um, Captain Marvel goes and attacks the Cree homeworld. It doesn't really make sense. I know at the end of the first film, she said, I'm going to come for that bloody AI and I'm going to mess it up. But it's a shame because there's a lot of lost potential there, especially, you know, we've talked about one of our favorite ones is Winter Soldier. Um, They could have had a current climate, you know, discussion over AI controlling the planet, pros and cons for that you know that's quite done d- did an ai robot but actually good you know that would have been quite interesting mm. and and instead we just see her turn up beat up some people she looks quite you know villainous actually when she turns up on the cree in that flashback yeah and they didn't really explore that she just destroys the ai and that's it and yeah. i just was like what is that it you know i don't know what you guys thought i mean
3: well, I... it's interesting. So, sorry, someone Before is because there is <laughs> silence. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jeez, silence, <God> woman. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I apologize.
1: It's just Ben Shapiro's that... here. Sorry, I got to <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead.
3: I was actually, <laughs> actually going to say because obviously you worked in the industry and you know how these things kind of like the magic behind that a bit more. There was massive overhaul and reshoots on this film very recently. So mm. a lot of that stuff that we think is missing or is lacking in terms of the actual story could have just been lost in the cutting room floor. I don't mm. know if we think that's a factor or is it just simply that the story was crap? <laughs> I don't
4: know what we <laughs> think.
2: <laughs> no, I I think that it is likely that this film was gutted. Like mm. that this it had a longer runtime and that this film was gutted because it does feel like I like that it's short, but it also feels like, as, as Ian said, like. As, as we've all said it feels like something's missing like with the flashbacks with the like there's a moment in the beginning where is it during Kamala Khan's story where they're like earlier that day and we like that go back weird, in time it? and it was like well, why would we do this like why would we go back to earlier that day like it doesn't mm-hmm. that felt like a weird jump to go yeah. like just put it before I don't know I just feels like they had to do a lot of moving around with the storyline
3: yeah. Well, they say it says here on the post production section of Wikipedia, so believe it if you will. But um <laughs> it was undergoing massive overhaul and research which took place for four weeks to reportedly try and make the storyline coherent. So oh, um well That's it... not a good word to use. <laughs> it's not...
4: Before, it doesn't make it sense. Was...
3: <laughs> this film make it is make sense. coherent <laughs> <laughs> I understood the words they said. The producer, uh,
1: this is coherent. This <laughs> is it.
3: Five stars.
1: Before, just I don't don't understand what's going on here. What's the going Marvel on?
3: Marvel coherent universe. Um. So, but I, I, and yeah, this is what I'm. I'm thinking that a lot of the story was probably as as I agree, Simone said was longer more in it um but probably was just so bogged down with stuff that they stripped a lot out which I think does help in terms of making the film fun and energetic and kind of fast-paced and helps a lot with that and but it also kind of sacrificed a, a, some of this story and making us actually care about what's going on mm-hmm. um if it wasn't for I guess the performances then as you said Ian then maybe we wouldn't be as happy with it as we are so um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just interesting. I find that it's because it, it, it literally went over uh, this overhaul since February. So it's very, very quick. And then release dates got moved and stuff. So I'm kind of surprised it's turned out as well as it has, to be honest, given that kind of. I was sport.
1: about to say, it's maybe lucky. Yeah, it's maybe lucky it does it's lucky it is coherent because you know like (laughs) it it could be a complete i do i do think it to use their term of coherency their term yeah their term of coherency i agree with simone that the i felt the beginning actually lacked a bit of coherency i don't think that beginning bit where it's like we have oh it's messy you just didn't need any of that where it's like kamala khan's in a room then it pulls her somewhere and then it's like earlier that day it was like I get what they're trying to do because that it kind of had a bit of a comic book vibe that beginning bit and mm-hmm. and it had panel lining which was quite cool and you do have that in a comic book where you're like earlier that days. Well,
2: I mean, in we spoke about this, right? Like, I feel like if you're gonna do that, like the whole like jumping around in time, like keep keep, yeah. keep it going. Like it was just because it was once it felt very yeah. jarring and yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? It was very jarring and like I would have liked like when we were in Kamala Khan's room, if I'm remembering this correctly and I'm not conflating it with the show, there was like animated stuff, right? No, it
1: was in the film, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like- She's drawing was... and it like cuts in, which yeah. is very funny. And yeah. it was like,
2: I know that during, like in the Miss Marvel show, there was a lot of mm-hmm. that like animated um background that was going on. And I, I would have liked that to have been maybe a bit more- around her, I think that would have been a nice addition.
3: Because yeah. it's
2: like part of her like the way she sees the world, right? Um I think that would have been a nice addition to it.
3: Yeah. I'd almost wager there were probably more instances of that in the film, but they probably cut um along with a lot of the other stuff
1: probably. It wasn't very coherent from what I hear. It was very <laughs> coherent. <laughs> no one had a clue what was going on. Um <laughs> but, even people acting in it just like what but is I, clear, no?
3: But it's a shame because I I I also enjoyed that the, those moments. It kind of speaks to her character. It gives her, you know, it, it's it's very unique to her style and like like you say, how she perceives and sees the world, especially her relationship with Captain Marvel. I mm. thought it was, I thought it was, you know, and it like I say really highlighted uh, what's unique about Kamala Khan compared to I guess the other two. And the other the all three characters are are you know unique in themselves, and I think that's kind of in a good way celebrated in this film. And they really try and capture the fact that they're not all just superpowered beings. who all, you know, have the same kind of vibe. Um, and I think the three of them play off very well, but yeah, it's interesting to kind of wonder what was in this that was incoherent and <laughs> what eventually came out to make it what it is. Cause I think, and part of it is I, 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 because Nia DaCosta who did obviously the Candyman remake who I think is a brilliant director I wish more people would go see this film for her benefit as well because I think that it's actually a really well put together film um mm-hmm. the storyline might not all be there but in terms of direction and the way the film runs and is it feels energetic and there's uh interesting stuff going on at all times I feel like she's put together a really well constructed film in my opinion um and mm-hmm. I wish more people would see it for her, a very else. coherent film,
1: very well. coherent, <laughs> super coherent, super coherent, seamless. It's maybe it's maybe too coherent, yeah. Kind of... <laughs> I understood it too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I think the weakest, personally, I whoever said it's the worst Marvel film is mental. Like, the I think the worst one, I don't know, like, it's like, do we consider, I don't know. I think Four the Dark Eternals World. is like No, for Dark World is not that bad in compa- the, Eternals oh, is yeah, like, the Eternals Oh yeah, forgetting
2: about the Eternals, yeah, yeah.
1: because it's it's so forgettable. That's the problem. Like it's because like part in my head is like for Love and Thunder is pretty bad. So is uh Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Um and so is uh Quantumania. Those three I think we can all say all of us didn't really enjoy. Mm. Um, Someone really think... liked Quantum Mania. <laughs> oh, yes, you it's hated so that film.
2: Boring.
1: <laughs> well, this and that's, <laughs> that's my point. Like the.
2: No, but it was. It, it was like how <laughs> long, were, that we so
1: that c- we, how long were we in? So much how long were we in that end. cinema?
2: How long were we in that cinema? Like how
4: dare they? About
1: two. <laughs> how Days.
4: Days. dare <laughs> they? Just...
1: <It's> so, like. <laughs> But I think The Eternals is still probably worse because it's so forgettable. Like, nothing happens in that film to the point where they're never going to reference it again in the Marvel Universe. Like, it's so nothing that it's just gone from the history books. Whereas at least, I guess, with Mania, it's so bad you remember it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, at least it's something memorable. Whereas I think with this, like, it's difficult because it's 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 definitely better than the stuff we've had recently and it's interesting you uh, Simone you brought up Spider-Man where's my house I can't find my house like in that one we left feeling like oh yeah this is a good time but then we thought about it a bit and we were like that film's pretty dumb if you think about it for like 10 minutes Mm. but it's still a good time this one is like this is a good time it's not dumb I just don't think it's well written And it's a shame because I feel like it has a good director who probably, I don't know if it will affect her brand as a director, but, like, why I brought up The Eternals is that that had an Oscar-winning director Mm. uh, doing it. Mm. And that was bad. And, like, I think, I don't know. I I don't know how much having a bad film on your resume is going to affect your directing. I don't think this is going to affect her too much, really. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, and I don't think it's that bad. It's not been badly received. It's just not made much money, which I guess is the same in the Marvel world, isn't it? They're probably going to look at it and be like, didn't make money, you know? It's, they're saying they're going to stop making films as much though, aren't they? They're pausing. Yeah, yeah,
3: like like we spoke about on our Loki episode, which you can listen to. Go listen. Yeah. (laughs) Stop listening to this one. Go (laughs) listen to that
1: one. (laughs) Like... That's on our page, and then Get come back, li- and then come back to <laughs> this page. Yeah, come back, come back.
3: We'll we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll just wait here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> had a good day, Chris. I guess. Yeah, yeah it's been all right. <laughs> um,
3: But but they are yeah they are slowing down. Deadpool three is going to be the only film in the MCU next year. Um, then there'll be there are currently going to be four slated for twenty twenty five. I doubt that's going to stay the same. So you've got Captain America: Brave New World. Fantastic Four, Thunderbolts, and Blade. Blade is never getting made at this point, so
1: let's just, <laughs> yeah. pretend, let's just
3: pretend that's not happening. Um, and then That'll be
1: a real shame if that doesn't happen. It
3: will be. It had so much promise at the start. It but did. Look at it now. I mean, you got Maharaj Ali as Blade. What else do you want? And then suddenly it's just like, we're not going to do it. Um, but, yes, they are slowing down. Uh, this will be the last one, obviously, this year. Then, let's like say, one next year, which... Um, we did pull free, which apparently is about fighting an army of kangs. so I think they're gonna try and do some massive reset there for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I'm looking back now at the uh, what I what is called I guess the post end game films phase four and five. Where do we think I guess the Marvels ranks in that kind of post end game world Simone? is there you know, is it top half, bottom half?
2: I'm really struggling to think what the films are. Post-NK. I can give you
1: a list if you Thank would like. Thank you, got, yes, please. Where's the Spider-Man? Where's uh, the Spider-Man? Where's the Spider-Man? I'm you trying to Bla- think of all So you've got Black Widow was the first
3: one. Then oh, you've got yeah, Shang-Chi. so
1: forgettable. That's so forgettable. That's painful
3: how forgettable that one is. Then you've got Shang-Chi. Okay. And The Legend of the Ten Rings. Then you've got Eternals. Spider-Man No Way Home multiverse of madness love and thunder wakanda forever Quantumania, guardians 3 and other marbles
2: um i it's guess it's, mess, it's, really, it's, isn't it? it's, it's somewhere in the middle isn't it i think like it's not
1: so what's number one on that list then
2: uh what's no way home no way home no way home, no way home where's my home and then shang chi um, oh okay
3: so yeah, cool. I
1: like cool. well. I, yeah I like Chi
2: as well that film was so enjoyable it was mm. fun my parents enjoyed it like, there's the another lit. film that you can bring your parents to
1: I think the end <laughs> yeah that's what I look for in a film
4: <laughs> bring my parents to this
1: my mum uh, would love <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> with my parents it's like is it a war film no is it a ghost film no they're not going to enjoy this it's just, <laughs> this isn't for them this is not for you get a war film with ghosts in christ you you're onto a winner there they're, my parents will be extremely happy by that that could um, be our next
3: debate the best
1: war ghost film <laughs> I don't, I don't very niche personally. it's very niche very <laughs> niche um i don't know that's tough isn't it i think shang chi I don't know. I think the end lets Shang Chi down. I think it becomes a bit messy, like with the weird CGI dragon thing. It's kind of weird.
2: But I feel like it's it's the rest of the film kind of bolsters it for me. It's like a I good still time. I still had a good time. I do you know I'm gonna say something, a bit maybe that might be controversial.
1: Oh, um, oh. Here we go. It wasn't very coherent. But I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> if
2: I... <laughs> I'm gonna put this. I mean, for me, I think Black Panther is fairly low down on that list. So I'm gonna put it just above Black Panther, right in the middle.
1: I don't think that's controversial. Is that not controversial? I think Mm. think, did we review Black Panther? I think we we did. did. We did, yeah. yeah. You and I I think me and you did. What a what a journey we've been on. What a journey we've been on. (laughs) (laughs) We see we don't talk after the podcast. (laughs) That was a whole year ago you did that. Damn. Yeah. Christ. Um I think with some with that year that we've had to, you know, more sit on Black Panther. I obviously it's difficult because of the nature of that film being released. I really think they should have just scrapped that. Yeah, I think they should have just gone scrap it, we'll give it five years, something like that, and then we'll make something like really spend a lot of time to write something better than what we got. Because I think it felt like Black Panther had a release date, we've we have to put something out, we know. Chadwick Bozeman's passed away we need to address that so let's just throw something together and figure it out whereas I think if they pushed it back and actually put a bit more time into it that could have been a better film but I, I think that's not controversial at all Simone I think it's mm. I think I actually had a way better time with this than Black Panther yeah. like I mean way I, more I, enjoyable. I, I
2: think with the like them pushing to get Black Panther out is like that's just the Marvel machine, right? It's just like, it's chugging along and it's like, no matter what, we have our timeline. You have to deliver um, and you have to hit these points so that the next films make sense and we can introduce these characters. And do you know what? That was something that in this film, it didn't feel like, they didn't, like, oh, sorry. (laughs) In this (laughs) film, I feel like some of the films that we've had previously, it's felt like they've shoehorned pieces of plot for the overarching mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. and this film didn't have that yeah
1: that was one of the big things you said when we left because we do talk after the films you were like what are the i remember you saying one of the things that you really didn't like about wakanda forever was um riri williams, riri williams. It? yeah didn't fit did it
2: what And what a terrible were like, introduction for her as well because she is a a class character
1: yeah and you were like it just felt forced whereas in this it was like you don't need to think about the broader universe you can just sit back and have a good time but i think because of that it felt like some of the older marvel films but paralleling those older ones which i think were better like iron man 4 captain america when uh, the first one the first (laughs) adventure um those three All share a similar problem that I think their villains other than Red Skull uh, are a bit forgettable because they're just gone. And that's what the big problem with this film was. But that's actually a compliment that I'm saying it's like those original three. Its main problem is its villain. Everything else is pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know, like I think it would have been quite an easy fix to like sort out the villain, no? Like
1: How would you fix it? I, you, work in, you work in film, you tell us. You, I mean, go, I you go, you go I, would, I think I'd make quite a
2: good script editor, but you know, um, I would have put like, so we've got all of this stuff that they've like dropped in and flashbacks that have never existed. Mm-hmm. Do a little opener that's like Captain Marvel going to the Cree home planet and messing stuff up and just being like pretty much a villain, but she's... Mm-hmm. But give us some context. Give us some more context as to why she's going in so hard. Like, make mm. like you have to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And with... Uh, I've forgotten the villain's name. <laughs> this is terrible. But well, that's a problem. They so are very forgettable. With They're Zaraway really forgettable. Ashton's da- character. Darben. Darben. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, and I Darben.
1: know that because I'm reading it off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Darben. What are they like?
2: Like when with darben's character like we don't spend enough time with her like mm. i don't feel there needs to be more time with mm. her for her yeah. to like for, for her to us to understand why she's doing so hard like why is she attacking mm-hmm. captain marvel like like specifically like like I, one of the things i said to ian was like there are so many planets in the universe why is she specifically going after captain marvel's
1: yeah like, you did say oh, that like, i was like, like, well, like it was so uh, it, many
2: you could get atmosphere it, without having to like go somewhere and also lose your own men in the process
1: it's true like, it's true it
2: just it's not making sense
1: yeah agreed. and it's it's sorry to it the other thing i remember going out is like she's like oh i'm doing it because i hate captain marvel she attacked our home planet but that sort of vengeance between them really didn't have any sort of setup
0: no. and then
1: at the end when captain marvel and the other two i forgot their names miss marvel and um non-named superhero the three of them are there being like why don't captain marvel just bloody fly through your son that will fix this i'm like one why didn't they try that earlier <laughs> two yeah well yeah. why didn't they try that <laughs> it's earlier fight. Like, it's a very good fight <laughs> i thought two, that yeah why didn't they do that and two Well, there's actually quite a lot of points here. So two, is now Captain Marvel so infinitely powerful that she can reignite a sun? Mm. Like, why did she have any issues earlier on fighting anybody? And I, I guess the argument back would be, well, she's holding back on her powers. Okay, cool. That's totally fair. But at a point when she's struggling to beat people, I feel like the fact that she can reignite a sun might make people go, well, actually, maybe we should... Back off, fighting Captain Marvel. She's crazy strong it's because she also beat the crap out of Thanos. Which I'm like, he was the most powerful person in the universe and wearing an Infinity Gauntlet. So why, why is any of this happening? Why is any of this story happening? Because she's so (laughs) powerful. It's an it's
3: the age old problem with the MCU of fluctuating
1: powers for convenience of
3: story. Scarlet Witch, Vision, (laughs) they all do it, and they'll go oh. But you did this before. Yeah, I can not do that now. I just and then
1: can't <laughs> if we'll can't do it now. We'll Another question
2: the... I have. Why doesn't well I,
1: well, I had a third one, but you go. You No, go, I was go. like
2: why didn't um you know, uh Dunder Dar, Dun,
1: Dunder Mifflin.
0: To why didn't Dunder Mifflin.
1: Dunbar.
2: What sorry, what is it? <laughs>
0: Darben. Darben Dunbar now Dunbar. <laughs> Dunbar. Why <laughs> didn't Darben
2: Dunbar. just ask Captain Marvel for help? Like yeah, you caused well, this, you you need to fix it.
1: Because I guess she was on a vengeance thing. But then this <laughs> actually links to what my third point. This actually really clink- links to my third point. Okay, I'll go back to what I was going to say.
2: But you, you go, you go.
1: Well, I was just going to say this links to what you were going to mention. When she goes, I can reignite your bloody son right? Which also, Captain Marvel's not gone, well, I'm still really annoyed that you took the atmosphere and water from two planets, by the way, but let's just forget about them. Who cares about them, dickheads? The planet. Yeah, who cares? But the singing planet, let's hope they're dead. Who cares? (laughs) They're annoying. I actually Um, really
2: enjoyed that scene.
1: I liked that as well. well. Yeah, I I was going to ask about that, yeah. The second she's like, I can reignite the sun, which is her whole shtick. She's like, Well, I'm gonna kill Captain Miss Marvel. I'm just gonna kill Miss Marvel because I'm just maniacally evil. Like I this is the only it seemed so like 180 in terms of her character progression was like, I'm here for my people. I've got to save my people at any cost, even their own lives, I'm gonna save them. And then Captain Marvel's like, Well, nobody has to die. I'm just gonna fly through the sun. I feel really bad about this, I'm sorry. And instead of being like, "Oh, okay, cool, all right," she was like, "Now nah, I'm gonna try and kill this like 16 year old girl with this hammer thing, and you're just gonna have to put up with it, and then I'm gonna blow myself up." It seemed like why, and that's exactly your point. She offered help, and she didn't go, "Oh yeah, okay, all right, all right, yeah, that's this seems fair." Like it didn't make sense to me that whole that that mm. that my three points didn't make sense, and it links to the why didn't she just accept or ask for the help?
2: I mean, like maybe. <sighs> if they had instead of it being like she's just taking it by force which just seems like a, a bit unnecessary i don't know like you've got this infinitely powerful being you could just ask maybe it could have been more like a she's pursuing uh um captain marvel's like places that she frequents and like basically like holding them for ransom like you need to bring us miss marvel now like <laughs> Uh, Maybe something be like that yeah. would have yeah. been quite good. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like trying to track this woman, tra- trying to track Miss Mar- not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel down <gasps> because she's so busy, because she's trying to do so much yeah. around the universe. And she's like leaving a trail of destruction because she's like, where is she? And she's getting increasingly and increasingly angry that her people uh, are dying. I think that would have been quite good.
1: I had a good idea as well. Add to that, she'd like to make it bring it. I'm bringing it. <laughs> I'm, bring- bring <laughs> it. I'm, bring- I'm bringing it now to add to her villain her villain s character because at the moment like she does have like sympathetic reasons for doing what she's doing none of the things that she's doing is actually going to save her people like she knows none of this is actually going to save them she just wants to kill captain marvel but she's telling her people oh I i need to do these things to save you I can do it. So they're all following her being like, well, she's going to save us. Mm. She's the one to come and save us. When in actual fact, this trail of destruction she's leaving is just to get uh, Captain Marvel to come to her so that she can kill her. That's literally all she wants. But then when Captain Marvel's like, I can reignite your son. I can do this for you. That's why she turns it down because she's like, I never wanted to save my people. I just wanted to kill you. That's all I care about. Because mm-hmm. then that makes sense to why she didn't accept the help. Mm. Because she doesn't want the help. She just wants vengeance.
2: Boom. <laughs> Fixed it.
1: Fixed <laughs> it. I brought it. We brought it, Marvel. We <laughs> laid it out for you. Are you going to take it? You're going to take our help? Probably not. I need to bring down that energy. I'm a little bit too... <laughs> Nobody's Jacked listening up. to this up on from Marvel. <laughs> it's all the sugar. <laughs> it's a lot of sugar. It's... I need to bring it down. Sorry.
3: You guys you guys are right. I think they don't do enough legwork to make the villain uh, as sympathetic for me. Obviously, you know, world has been destroyed and, you know, there's, there's that element to it. But I think there has to be an aspect of any good villain that you kind of want to... You don't want to see them win, but you kind of empathize more and you want to see them with their motivations actually be something that, you know is for a purpose or you know or is severe grief which i think i know we spoke about love and thunder but um the god god butcher kind of has that
1: such a waste
3: it's such a waste but it has that element seed there
1: that they just didn't explore and i think that's a problem they always have their villains is they don't push it enough well one sorry to jump in one that i everybody really loves is thanos Mm -hmm. and thanos in the comic is actually very one-dimensional well not one-dimensional but it's a bit weird he wants to essentially shack up with the physical manifestation of death rather than and killing half the universe will basically make her we've all been there (laughs) (laughs) we've all had those physical manifestation of death classic those times but killing half the universe will make the physical manifestation of death love him because of the amount of death he's caused hmm. that's, weird. That's, really weird. that's weird it's really weird it's gonna it's going of hard to translate that into film and i actually think they took a very interesting sympathetic idea that like we can't continue at the rate of you know expansion that we are although the whole argument about the infinite universe expanding isn't that okay but in terms of like the resources we have etc you know overconsumption. i think Thanos they took that idea of like perfect balance We've got to kill half the universe completely indiscriminately. Even though he, you go, that's wrong, and you agree with the Avengers. You're like, but the way he's, the way he's got there, you're like, I can see how a mad person has got to that position, you know. And and Thanos went from being quite one dimensional in the comics, well, not one dimensional, weird, weird dimensional, to being like, okay, I actually see where he's got to in this in this sort of mad state that he's in, the mad Titan. Um, and i think that's actually quite good and that shows they can come up with good character villains and the, as you exactly say chris people that you can go oh i kind of I, I don't want to agree with yeah, him but, but i kind of yeah. see what he's saying and i think unfortunately there's very few and far between in the mcu villains that actually are like that
3: yeah it's, it's it has been an issue um, even before, you know, Thanos, there was issues with that. Um, forgettable characters. Iron Man 3 pointed out, you know, Killian is not the most memorable. Mickey Rourke's villain, you know. My bird. My bird. My bird.
2: My bird. I <laughs> need my bird. I need to my, my bird. <laughs> I, need to my bird. <laughs> I need
1: my bird.
3: Yeah, that was an interesting character choice. Um, man for loves sure. birds. What man can I say? Man loves birds. Know? And his <laughs> electric whips. Whoosh. Um... <laughs> 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 how it's many very birds has he gone film. through because there's a there must be a period of training with those he's probably hit a bird at some point so you know <laughs> my bird my bird <laughs> right. um but yeah i think obviously we've we've discussed i guess the flaws of this film which are i guess a running theme throughout marvel films and you know um how do they address that going forward i, I think it's just a, a better attention to i guess the main story but the characters we've said are really good um it is a fun film if not for the you know lacking in story but yeah what are we saying broadly broadly fine broadly goods
1: how are we going broadly fine i think because it it's it's definitely enjoyable and i would actually say probably some of the other Marvel films would go lower down in my Broadleys because I think the quality slipped. But I think this is broadly fine. Almost broadly good. Almost.
2: I I really want to say broadly good. But I'm gonna have to say broadly fine. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, Ian, you're rubbing <laughs> off on me. Like I I really, <laughs> really wanna say broadly good because well, you don't know, say
1: it like you're resentful that we're living together. <sighs> you know, you're, you're rubbing off on me. We've spent too much time together.
2: But I mean like it has it has the film has all the markers for it to be broadly good. Like it's got good acting. I really enjoyed the story. It's a good time, but mm. it's it is there are some sort of fundamental issues with the film um that being said it is a really enjoyable time so people should go see it
1: yeah yeah. they should they should should. i just remembered another thing i thought was good there was not really much bad cgi in this film
3: there was not it was
1: actually quite consistent. good it was quite consistent it was coherent (laughs) it was coherent
3: Coherent cgi (laughs) um what do you think chris i agree i think if I think the needle lands somewhere between broadly fine and broadly good. Um, yeah. I think that's probably as I
1: did, I did say to Sim. Could we make a little, a little sub, like <sighs> tiny, tiny, thin one, which is like. Broadly
2: goodish, like Seriously? broadly goodish. <laughs> we got to stop adding to the broadlys.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone said no. they <laughs> there for a down. reason. <laughs> it's it's broadly coherent. Okay, and uh, we'll go <laughs> with that. Um, we give it four coherence out of four. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, I yeah, I I, I think yeah i think it lands somewhere in between the two like i said the story kind of brings it down but then the performances and the fun and the direction of it kind of bring it back up again so yeah i think landing somewhere between the two
1: is fair um do you do you guys think here's a question then i guess a broadly question do you do you think this being the last like official timeline mcu film for a year is a good place to stop the marvel universe for now and do you think it it perhaps leaves us because we've heard rumours that like you know the Fantastic Four we know that's obviously on the way that might have Pedro Pascal in it. <laughs> yeah, someone's excited about that. <laughs> um, a mouse has joined. The podcast. <laughs> uh, do we think this is a good place to have stopped the MCU for now? Because that's what it that's what it feels like to me. Is what the the general vibe from Kevin Feige and the the Marvel upper echelons machine is not coming to an end, but coming to a halt temporarily. Deadpool three, I feel, is outside of the universe; it's kind of mm. its own thing. Yeah. So, do we think it's a good place to stop? And does that fill us with confidence for what might come with Pedro Pascal and other stuff? Because there is an end credit scene for this film. We haven't yes, mentioned yet Yes, which that. we which we'll get into, I guess, yeah. right at the end. But, uh, Sam, what are your thoughts on uh- that?
2: no i think they should have stopped <laughs> about three films ago
1: what was three
2: that one, one. uh that? thor love and thunder they should have stopped before that like yes, just they a... they should have just done the do the um like they wanted to do the black widow film and whatever and the hawkeye tv show and whatever and the winter Soldier, not the captain what was the
3: falcon and the falcon,
2: falcon and the okay. winter soldier one that I didn't bother watching. They wanted to it's do all bad. Of the... It's all right. It's, it's all right. right. Uh, it's, it's all right.
3: Exactly.
1: It's, it's, it's all right. It's middling. Exactly.
2: It's It's, it's, it's fine. But I were... like how I say it positively, though. It's middling. <laughs> it's middling. <laughs> It's very coherent. <laughs> <laughs> but they wanted to get all of that stuff out of the way after the uh, sort of after you um, end, end game. game. But mm-hmm. they should have stopped there and just been like right regroup. What's the next step? Because everything 100%. has just kind of felt—it's felt really bitty and messy. And you know, look what it's doing to the fans. Look at us. Look at the state of us. Right
1: now. <laughs> We're <laughs> <a> mad. <magic. Like, laughs> we've become bitter and like angry. We are.
2: And so I think they—they they should have stopped. They should have stopped a while ago. To be honest.
3: Uh, yeah, I—I I, I agree. I think. Endgame was such a <laughs> mic drop that they should have just gone, right? See you in five years. Yeah. And we'll come back with. Yeah. Because everyone's be like, that would have been. Everyone's bold. like, what happened to everyone? And then you come back. And, and But obviously, you know, actors get older. Tom Holland's probably what? 17 now 16 uh, i don't know i know he's older than that he's, <laughs> he's, he's, I, for a minute i thought you were being sincere <laughs> no, it's no. like, he's in his 20s man no, he's yeah, yeah, like 27 know. or something but, yeah. he, <laughs> but he looks he looks about 14 so he um he does we but, uh, we tumble. Tumble. We like but we then, then obviously they, they went into far from home which then opened up you know things and then they just went sh- they kept going they had black widow um uh, obviously, there was a gap because of the pandemic. But if there hadn't been, Black Widow would have come out much sooner than it did, and it would have been even more compact, I think. And then, mm. um, and and then, like I say, you've had eleven films and actually nine TV shows since Endgame, or twelve. Films. So, and. Bear mind Christ, endgame was the 22nd film so you're already at 33 plus nine tv shows that's a lot that's happened since 2019 <sighs> that's four so years
1: we think it's the right thing to have stopped i think so i think yeah. but this I, film do we feel the film is the right we so it should have ended before but do we feel confident going forward i
3: i don't want to say they locked out with this film Especially everything that they've—I've heard about the post-production and you know gutting it and rewrites and all that but stuff. But it is but coherent, mate. It is so... coherent. <laughs> it is coherent. Who, who made the right decision? I—I th- I <laughs> think they've landed on, on at least one foot rather than just <laughs> both feet. If, if if that, but I think the other foot's
1: broken. The other but fit, they've landed the, on the one. The other foot's
3: shaky. It's balancing right now. But I feel like they've set. They've said, right, you have a chance now to just stop, take a breath come back when you've got like a a coherent plan and (laughs) and i think i think you're right deadpool free i think while it is technically mcu sits outside slightly and has a chance to kind of move some stuff around reset some things create some new opportunities and then they just go right from 2025 maybe we'll be in a better place because i think the marvels does the stuff it does quote-unquote badly it doesn't do any worse than what the other films do Mm. but it does some things better and they need to kind of think right they need to analyze that and then start use that as a blueprint going forward and start thinking about it so i think while it's not the the best ending they could have had for a break it's better than you know i if they had ended doing for love and fun i'd be like well that's it it's just what's the point yeah Yeah.
1: true imagine that being the end point yeah,
3: but there we go. But I think, obviously, going forward, if they take a break and make us want it, we've said this a hundred times, make us want to get back into this universe because at the minute we just... The thing is, we know there's another one coming, so we're like, well, we'll just wait for that one to come out. Whereas if we don't... If we if they stopped at Endgame and waited said, all right, we're, we might come back at some point and we'll go well, when when we want we want more and then just keep us make us want it you know rather than just yeah. we know we're getting a film or a tv show every three for f- six months so there's no there's no intrigue anymore there's no, no. excitement that there used to be when they were
1: building this universe
3: so i think we've made a right decision 100 percent. yeah i think so too yeah. And i think
1: with kang the whole forgetting you know what's happened i think that your thing of the, there's no intrigue anymore I think that's one of the reasons why Kang hasn't really worked as well. Mm -hmm. Because Thanos, there was an intrigue when he turned up at the end of Endgame, at at the end of the Avengers film, and turned around with his cheeky little grin, you know. Um, So, like, with Kang, it kind of has just been, like, laid out in front of us, that whole huge timeline of what the Marvel films are going to be because when at the beginning of when Avengers came out, they never used to do those big come to the huge hall. We're going to show you the entire timeline of every Marvel property TV show film that's coming out for the next five years. And everybody's going to know exactly what they're called. And you're all going to go away and research it. And whereas that kind of only started when it got more and more popular. So like the intrigue of it wasn't, it, it, like when that guy turned around, a lot of people in the cinema was like, "Who the hell was that weird purpley red man and why is he looking so happy with himself like so I think you're right I think the intrigue of it all has kind of just gone because we all know Kang's coming because they told us Kang dynasty's coming but now it might not be because of other reasons but I think that now has entered intrigue again because people are like, oh Dr. Doom could be the villain this could happen you know it's added a bit more interest again.
3: Yeah, and you know, let us give us time to speculate and come up with our own ideas and then come and surprise us with stuff that we didn't even think would happen, you know? Yeah, like I didn't expect Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. No, when we started in 2008, no one would have assumed that 11 years later that's where we would be. But they made, they did such good groundwork and character building in that time that just doesn't seem to be happening now. Or we just need a break, you know? Let us go away and come back and then. It'll be better for them in the long run because people will just get burnt out quicker if they don't. I think,
2: I think. people are already mm-hmm. burnt out really. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, on the topic, I guess, of the future of the MCU, the two, I guess, post-credit scenes that we have here um, are, I guess, worth discussing in terms of what they will mean for the future. The first one being Kamala Khan meeting Kate Bishop from Hawkeye. Uh, yeah. Which I guess is a setup to the Young Avengers kind of initiative that's kind of in the in the works. I guess um, thoughts on this one? Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I think the, the only thing we both because again we do talk when films finish. We talk while films are on. We just annoy all the people. <laughs> you're in those there. people.
2: No, we're not. We really no, we're not. Are no, not. no we're I
1: can't imagine you're
3: not. You're very much with yeah, the shushes. Like, we're like shh, shh, shh shut up, shut your mouth. Shut your it's
2: fucking just mouth. trailers. <laughs>
3: Shh. Oh, don't talk to him during the trailers either. I want to watch the yeah. trailers. <laughs>
1: it's a Volvo advert. I want to see this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to see what the Volvo's doing. Where are they driving uh, to?
3: It's a mountain. <laughs> who cares?
1: <laughs> um, it, well, the only thing we were like could be interesting is Miles Morales is yeah. in yeah. Young Avengers, so yes. we were like, that would be cool. But... but I, I don't care about any of the other Young Avengers. Yeah. Like but I don't, like, don't... want
2: to be. We've already got a great Miles Morales. Like
1: Yeah, don't don't, don't Yeah, that's the other don't thing. Yeah. Don't do, uh, do it. Just, do I really do want it? it? Do yeah. we really want a uh, Miles Morales in the MCU? I don't know. Probably not. I like it's I don't care. I don't care about young adventures. Yeah. I know that sounds people are gonna be like, oh what? I just I don't care. Yeah, I just, it's, unless it's, they
2: do the multiverse thing and they bring him in and um, as an animated as, character.
1: An that would be, be, be pretty badass. Well, weirdly, <laughs>
3: Haley Steinfeld is both in. Obviously, she's Kate Bishop and she's um, Gwen Stacy in Spider uh, She is. She is yeah. so. so there's an opportunity just, there. Just
1: there. So the members are going to be. They're going to be Miss Marvel, yep. Kate Bishop, um, a cloak else? and
2: dagger in there?
1: I don't, I don't know. But no, I mean, who, who currently do we know in the universe that would be. A young avenger i don't know if so we know that those many, to be honest Ooh. it's those two at the moment it's them at the moment i i really don't know oh dear. is there any other young people being superheroes because <laughs> in 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 the comics again falcon is one but yeah. he's now captain america so that doesn't he's I'm... he's not gonna take a step down to be a young Avenger. Also, <laughs> no. he's, he's, a young. <laughs> he's a grown up.
4: He's a
3: grown ass man. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the young kid who was in Iron Man three, who was also at the funeral, that no one knew who oh, was. Oh, Re- Reed Williams. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. Yeah. he's there. So he's who's the young kid? Who's that guy? the the kid who he was in Iron Man three he helped him with his suit when oh when is that process. kid what be with no
1: his oh,
2: potato
3: man. gun what's yeah he he, he he was he was rumored to be the next Iron Man or Iron Heart I think no so. Riri
1: Ree- Williams Ree- Ree Williams so um be. so there's, there's a young
3: yeah I think that one's already picked uh, in terms yeah. of that unless there's you know okay a young member of the Fantastic Four that we is <laughs> just trying to crowbar in I don't just know
1: crowbar in I don't know it just doesn't feel me like when Obviously we'll get onto the other post-credit scene, which has a bit more exciting in it. Mm. But like the when you think about other teams that we're gonna get into the Marvel universe, like Fantastic Four, great, really into that. Let's get that. Pedro Pascal, come on down, get in here. Um, another one. That like when we when we get the X-Men, we're gonna be like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's great. I can't wait for the X-Men. I love the X-Men. Young Avengers, who's who and I know there's somebody out there who might listen to this. So cool if you're listening to this. If you're one of the biggest fans of the Young Avengers, I'm a nerd, but you're a nerd. Like that is like just who cares about the Young Avengers? No offense to them, but Jesus. I mean, maybe They're like the maybe, B team. You're the B team of the Avengers.
2: Maybe, maybe it should be a TV show and it's like marketed for kids.
1: I think that is what it's going to be like don't make that, it a movie don't do it don't make it a movie just don't make it a make tv it a show
2: make it for children
3: it's whack <laughs> it on be, disney plus yeah, it'd be just really
1: funny if it's play, all of them.
3: playing devil's advocate in defense of the young avengers
1: <laughs> we had I, oh it's going to be scarlet witches and uh watch your faces kids they'll oh, be in there uh, yeah. Quickly, yeah, yeah. yeah they'll be oh, in they there there you go yeah but I mean, when the MCU started, obviously we spoke about the fact
3: that the heroes we now love weren't the main heroes. I don't. Th- I'm, Fair I'm not, play. I am also not saying that the Young Avengers are the new Iron Man. But you know, <laughs> I'm <laughs> too saying Chris. That's a I'm very just good saying point. We also we didn't care about those people until 2008. And I'm going to take back my
1: derogatory term about people being really nerdy if they're favorite teams. Of the Young Avengers. You might prove me wrong, but right now. I don't care about the young <laughs> bitches. <laughs> but what you might care about is the other post credit scene in which <gasps> a
3: Beast, played by Kelsey Grammer, is, is back. Um, it's, it's very exciting. So I was like, it's Kelsey Grammer. Ian's
2: like, I don't think it is. Like, no, that's it is Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer.
4: Grammer. Yeah, it's Kelsey <laughs> I was like, I know that voice it's anyway. It's I would
2: know that voice. That's exactly what I said. I would know Honestly. his voice anywhere. <laughs> My baby
3: oh, I, baby I, hear I hear the blues. blues are calling. Are calling. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't sing that. Um. Oh, we got sued.
1: It wasn't all the Ben Shapiro talk, it was that that got us sued in yeah. the end.
3: Sorry, Chris. Um, but, um <laughs> but yeah, I mean Hank McCoy, Beast. <sighs> yeah. It from from the universe we know oh. and love from the X-Men uh canon. Uh yes. very excited. What does it mean? What does it mean?
1: what does what it? it tell me <laughs> tell us what you mean. now that's that's exactly what we wanted intrigue it's like oh yes now we're gonna have to wait a whole year to figure out what the hell this all means yeah. and i'm like that's great yeah. i'm so excited by that yeah. i i i'm not sure how much i've said th- how much i love the x-men but I love the X-Men. I have so many X-Men comics.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that cartoon is great. Yes, it the is. The comic books are amazing. Grant Morrison's run on new uh new X-Men was amazing. Like there's so much amazing X-Men material and it's something that the MCUs yeah. lacked. Yeah. Ugh.
4: Oh.
3: I mean yes. when when she woke up and she sees obviously her mum or you know who she thinks is her mum Monica Rambo sitting next uh and that Monica Rambo what's her name I've totally forgotten it's Monica
1: Rambo's mum that's <laughs> <Yeah>. her name <laughs> thank you that's <laughs> thank it. In, the, you. in the credits it's literally just Monica Rambo's mum Monica,
3: Monica Rambo's mum perfect um oh my god Rolls uh, up the tongue It's such a Maria good name. that's it no. Maria. That's Maria. Maria Maria um I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know, like, you know, obviously, I, I kind of guess, like, she's not the same, Maria Rambo. and then, obviously, and then you just hear that voice, I'm like, oh, I know that voice, I've watched Frasier a long time, and, uh, yeah, when he turns out, and then he mentions Charles, like, but which Charles? Which Charles do you mean? Like, do you mean James McAvoy? Do you mean Patrick Stewart? Do you mean someone else? I'm just, this is exactly what you said, This this has me going, asking questions, wanting to know, wanting to see where this goes, rather than just, like, eh, you know, it, Well, th-
1: comparatively, in comparison to Multiverse of Madness, where it put all of our hopes and dreams of what we wanted to see and then killed all of them. Oh, God. shit. <laughs> I mean, which yeah, is what that, happened. That is, that is what happened. <laughs> we got everything we wanted, and then they killed them all, <laughs> which was just awful. Um, this does enough where it's like, oh, there you go. You saw something you wanted to see. You got to see Beast. Will you see more? Will it be Patrick Stewart? Will it be someone else? You're kind of mm. left going, mm, okay. All It'll right. be okay, Evan Peters
3: as back as Quicksilver again. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
2: mean, yeah. I look, it was it was great. Like just leave a a few little breadcrumbs. You know, L- leave the people wanting more. Oh, mm-hmm. that was such a good post credit sequence.
1: That was oh. a really good post credit sequence. I was really into that. I was, was really into that. It was a good it was a really good high <sighs> to end the film on.
3: Yes. And
1: it's a good place to leave the for a year. Exactly. That's the big thing. It's exactly. a good place to be like, you're gonna have a year to stew on this, you know? And again, just comparing it to Multiverse Madness, where I finally got not only did we get the gold wheelchair, we got Black Agar Baltagon in his full glory and then what's his face from the office it's fantastic for yeah and then they killed all of them this was just so the opposite of that where it's like you don't we barely we only is it like a a single shot of beast fully walking away
2: Uh, he's like he's like at a console
1: yeah he's yeah Well, you don't spend that much time with him he just kind of trots off doesn't he yeah
3: he does it's it's, no more than 10 seconds i think he says a couple lines and then talks about charles and obviously um then just leaves the room and that's it
1: and that's all we needed that's all we needed (laughs) that's all we needed and that is more than good enough that Mm. was great it's what we want, Marvel. Less is more. Less is more. Less is more.
3: Well, you know, it, it was a good way, like you say, for them to end their current run, give a break for a year, and I think that's also a good place for us to end our episode. That was today. seamless,
1: Chris. That was that was really nice. <laughs> Thank you. Well Thank done. You. This um, is why you're the host. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much um
3: yes it's so yeah very nice button to end on uh for the mcu for a point of what is uh was a fun film it had its mo- it had its flaws but i think we overall enjoyed it um broadly fine to broadly good like we said so yeah i think um we won't have another mcu film to talk about for a year so <laughs> Let's, let's, let's take a year off as well Um yeah, we'll, <laughs> come, we'll come back and talk about other stuff The people um, will be happy Yeah <laughs> Oh
4: that's sad
0: <laughs>
4: Brought the mood down I oh, that.
3: Well oh. I, I guess that's all the time we have for this week so, yeah. uh...
4: <laughs>
1: What's our first I feel like one of our first reviews was an MCU film Uh The first one for we us We should have checked that before We the should first...
3: Well, the first one we ever did, Ian, was the Snyderverse, Snyder Cut. It was, wasn't it? That was first, one. That was the first yeah. One together. And yeah, it was. The, the, our first Phantom Zone episode, if you remember, was the Long Halloween. Long Halloween. Yeah, it
1: was. Which, well, so actually, the MCU has very little to do with firsts for yeah. us.
3: But we have covered uh, Love and Thunder, Multiverse of Madness, we've talked about Spider-Man, we've talked about the MCU as a whole, so if you have actually enjoyed listening to this episode today, Um, then you can listen to all those episodes uh, on our channels. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So please, we'd appreciate if you told your friends, like, share, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can also subscribe to the UK Film Review podcast, who've been kind enough to have uh, yeah, us could. this week. You could. <laughs> yeah, <Yeah. you> <laughs> They've yeah, got some great shows as well. You've got UK Film Club, which Chris Olsen, the editor himself, and Brian host, which is a lot is of great. fun is a lot of fun talking uh, about the big films and the smaller indie films that they like to promote you've got scream test with rachel all about horror films and you've got the very fabulous, scary very scary um <laughs> the podcast not rachel she's lovely um <laughs> and obviously the fabulous gay actually with amber and joyce which is a great film some of our some
1: of our babes
3: they are a phase we've uh collaborated with them in the past talking all of things lgbtq plus is a great podcast to listen to um but yeah, if you've enjoyed listening to us, you can also email us at thephantomzonepodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at thephantomzonepodcast. We'd love for you to get in touch and let us know your thoughts and share your opinions on the MCU and other stuff with us as well. But for now, until next time, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you again soon. Goodbye.
4: Bye.